It's my show. Ah, uh, what's going on? Nothing, you know, just standard procedure. Standard procedure for what? Uh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. A little bit of who and a little bit of what? Why am I handcuffed? Look, look, look. Hey, Cousin Z, I got her muzzle ready. What in the name of frosted green beans do I need my muzzle for? Well, you never know how you're going to react to situations like this. Look, I already gave up my tail to the witchy cats. What else do you want? You know, we might as well just cut off some of her nails while she's locked down like this. Mm, try it and see what happens, Mozart. Oh, uh, maybe some other time. Andy, just relax a little bit, okay? I'm just taking every precaution. Precaution for what? Indiana Blackfoot, this is your breed. Oh, well, this seems like a little bit of overkill with the handcuffs and the muzzle, don't you think? <laughs> I've seen the results, you haven't. Well, I don't need to see them. I took a DNA test and I already know that I am 100% that bitch. Nice Lizzo reference. Mozart, are you ready with the results? Oh, you mow it. Uh, I would rather start with some... From the skyscrapers of New York to the coast of California, this is Doggo News. In our first story, out of Yellowstone. Most of the time when you hear of traffic disruptions at Yellowstone, it involves bison. Ooh, delicious. But this story involves the Wapiti Wolf Pack. Bless you. The pack was feeding on a bison carcass recently, prompting park officials to put out traffic cones to mark off the area. I wish Mama and Daddy would set up traffic cones around me when I'm eating. It would keep Zeddy from eating part of my dinner every night. Ha, huh, fat chance. A couple of the pups of the pack decided to make use of the traffic cones and play tug-of-war with them. Leave it to the puppies. Did somebody say puppies? Oh, DJ, somebody get me some doggy CBD, please. Goes to show you that even the strength of the wolf pack can't overcome puppy power. (sighs) The wolf pups can be seen carrying the traffic cones through the snow and playing with it. Those pups went into a raucous round of tug of war, keep away, and a few other games that I haven't even learned yet. <laughs> Maybe a couple of you boobers can educate us on some of the games that these pups are playing. Watch him, Milo. Oh, sorry. Indy? What? You got any snacks? No! Several other cones were moved about, no doubt the work of these pups. Apparently, this isn't a first in Yellowstone. Wolf pack pups have played with traffic cones in the park before. Check out our Facebook page to see video of these rambunctious wolf pups in action. In our next story, a retriever mix named Hero has been adopted to a forever home after he helped five other dogs escape a dangerous situation of neglect inside of a hoarder's home. A hoarder's home? Hoarders. Hoarders. Oh, I love hoarders. My favorite are the little potato ones with the salmon and dill on top. Ooh, I like those too. Or the little boiled egg halves with the mayo and the paprika inside. Deviled eggs, love them, but they should be called angel eggs. I agree. Hoarders, you freaks, not hors d'oeuvres. What's a hoarder? You know, someone who likes to keep things and never gives them up. Oh, it sounds like Zola with her fun bun. What's a fun bun? It sounds delicious. Oh, it's just her stuffed bunny toy. Well, not so delicious then. Anyway, on November 13th, 2020, a woman noticed that a dog had broken through the boarded window of a house in Columbus, Nebraska. The dog was covered in feces and acting in a panicked state. The police were called to the scene. What's the big deal? Everybody poops. And if they're like you, they also eat it. It's one thing to poo and another thing entirely to be covered in it. Anyway, authorities found five other dogs in the house covered in feces and took them to the Paws and Claws Adoption Center. The center's veterinarian initially found that the animals had scars, wasted muscles, sunken eyes, and severe skinniness caused by the lack of food. 
All the dog's fur had to be shaved off because it was so caked in feces. Inhumane humans strike again. One by one, people adopted the other dogs, but the dog who broke out of the house, Hero, remained ignored as black dogs in shelters typically are. Story of my life. Well, that's actually a little later in the show. Luckily, an organization called Second Chance Pups stepped in and began training Hero to work in the Nebraska State Penitentiary, where he's trained by inmates along with a professional trainer. This really helped Hero to become less anxious and shell-shocked from living in such horrible conditions. Check out our Facebook page to read the conclusion to Hero's story. Well, hold on a second. I'm confused. Why weren't those puppies showered with love and snacks? Yeah, what's wrong with those people? Well, I guess now is as good a time as any. Yeah, it's time you guys know that humans can be fucking awful. Especially to us doggos. What do you mean? Well, just that story, for example, humans can neglect us. Leave us tired and hungry. Use us for fighting. Or as bait dogs. Humans can cut off our tails. Or dock our ears. Or sell us for meth. Oh my god, stop talking, stop talking, you're burning my ears. Welcome to the real world, puppies. I'm not gonna lie, it did take a tad bit of pleasure telling them that. So did I! Me too! We'll be right back after this brief message. Hey, Zeddy and Indy listeners, Chewy here to distract you from the puppy hazing that's going on to just say that this week's doggo news was brought to you from our fuck kibble tier of Patreons. Leisha Larson, Olga Ekman, Bailey, Lexi, Teresa, Willie Walter, and Stife and Tambo London. You want to learn more about becoming a Patreon? Go to patreon.com forward slash the Zeddy and Indy show to sign up for great perks for as little as $3 a month. Now, back to the show. Anyway, what are you puppies doing here? Oh, uh, we came to see you freak out over your breed reveal. Does everybody know what I am except for me? Well, not everyone. I mean, Bubba and the Witchy Cats didn't give a shit. Well, I can't really fault them on that one. Howdy, mates. Aussie, come over here for a noogie. I think I'll pass on the paws near my schnoz type of affection. Might trigger my death pose. Okay, side sit. Ossie, are you here for the breed reveal too? Negatorio, I was just rummaging around in the yard and I heard the crying puppies. Is there a big reveal coming? Are we having a gender reveal party? No, I already know that I'm 100% that bitch. Okay, it's getting old now. Yeah, it's not like we want to start a fire in a national park or bake a pink or blue cake. Speak for yourself. We're talking about what this bitch is a mix of. You know, she got a DNA test. Well, tickle me intrigued. Are you on the need of a studio audience? Ah, why the hell not? Grab a seat next to the lug and maybe you can throw in some color commentary. Oh, one of my specialties. While Aussie gets situated, why don't we get to this week's... Monday's Mutts! In today's Monday's Mutt, we celebrate the life of the recently passed presidential doggo, Bo Obama. Earlier this month, Bo succumbed to cancer. President Barack Obama tweeted, Today, our family lost a true friend and loyal companion, adding that Bo tolerated all the fuss that came with being in the White House. He had a big bark, but no bite, loved to jump in the pool in the summer, was unflappable with the children, lived for scraps around the dinner table, and had great hair. Michelle Obama also wrote that Bo was there for the former first couple as their lives slowed down and helped them see the girls off to college and and to adjust to life as empty nesters. The former president also wrote, For more than a decade, Bo was a constant, gentle presence, happy to see us on our good days, our bad days, and every day in between. Noted from CNN, 
Then, in his memoir, A Promised Land, Obama recalled how, of all the pleasures that first year in the White House would deliver, none quite compared to the mid-April arrival of Beau, a huggable, four-legged black bundle of fur with a snowy white chest and front paws. The late Ted Kennedy and his wife gifted the Obamas with Beau, who is a Portuguese water dog. Beau is survived by the Obama's other Portuguese water dog, Sonny. Our caller's off to you, Beau. This week's Monday's Mutt. What's cancer? Oh, it's another thing that sucks that humans and animals can get. Do humans give it to dogs, too? No, I don't think so, but I'm sure they could find a way if they really wanted to. I'm really not liking humans anymore. I mean, except for my mama, Jasmine. This is the Jasmine. Oh, hey, Luxers, are you here? Hello? Lucky? Whoa, that was crazy. I heard his voice, too. Maybe he was just messing with us. Yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> anyway, back to the show. Ossie, are you settled in and comfy? Why do you care if he's comfortable? I'm the one who's handcuffed and muzzled here. Yeah, what's with the Hannibal Lecter routine you got going here? Well, we don't know how she's going to react, you know, to her breed reveal. Ah, oh, so you do the whole chain her up like King Kong thing, huh? Ah, it seemed like the sensible thing to do. Sure, considering how well it worked out in the Kong film. Well, I doubt she's going to be hanging off the side of any buildings anytime soon. I won't be hanging off the side of any buildings, no. All right, time to get this shit show on the road. Hit it, Mo. Oh, no. Indiana Blackfoot. You've stared at yourself for countless hours wondering, what am I? No, I haven't. Well, today, those countless hours will all seem worth it because today we find out... This, this is your breeze! Yes, sir. All right, very exciting. Glad somebody thinks so. We know what our breeds are. Nobody cares. Zeddy. I mean, nobody cares right now, okay? I mean, someday, maybe, but this isn't about you. This is about Indy. It's a miracle. Let's begin with the smallest percentages of dog breeds that are in you and work our way up. Sounds like a plan. All right, first up on the list, coming in at 3%, Mo, drum roll, please. Oh, I can't play the drums. You don't have to play the drums. I just I just need a drum roll. Well, how do I do that if I can't play the drums? Morons. Just bring up a sound effect. What am I, a witchy cat? I can't just conjure up the sound of a drum roll. You actually can, Mozart. Just hit the button. Oh, would you listen to that? To start off, it says here that you are exactly 3% American Stafford Terrier. Oh, well, that would explain my ears. And your stubbornness. Ha <laughs> ha. All kidding aside, let me take a good look at you here. What do you think, Mo? Oh, uh, I think I should be getting a snack sometime soon. Amen to that. No, Mozart. I mean, what do you think in the sense of do you see any Amstaff in her? Um, I don't have x-ray vision. Ugh. <sighs> Never mind. Indiana, according to your DNA profile, you are 12% super mutt. Well, this is kind of anticlimactic. She didn't even try and tear anything up. Yeah, there's nothing really too controversial in the super mutt reveal. Except that I'm super, super duper. Eating pooper, or, or rather pooper eating. Well, this is no big surprise. We always knew that we were both super mutt, Z. That's what makes us so special. We're just a little bit of everything. I'd have to agree. Indy being a super mutt furthers the idea that she's a small piece 
to a larger puzzle. A puzzle that connects all sentient beings. Or it means that a lot of dogs hump before humping to make Indiana. Or that. Yeah, I'm with Mo on this one. India's really probably the product of a giant doggo orgy. Well, I agree with Aussie that I am just a pure representation of all of the Earthlings. I don't think he said that. Anyway, digging a little deeper, it shows that your super muttness is a combination of German Shepherd, Samoyed, and Collie. All very noble breeds. The German Shepherd would explain your love of pretzels. Yeah, sure, because it has nothing to do with dough and salt and delicious pretzelness. Oh, I disagree. I think those are very powerful factors as well. Mozart, does all the blood from your brain go to your stomach after like 5 p.m.? Probably. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Why don't you go see if you and Milo can wrestle up some snacks and I'll take the rest of this. Okie dokie. Come on, Milo. Look, 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 look. Okay, moving on. So, Indiana, according to Embark's DNA test, you are precisely 6.1. Oh my god, I knew it. Where did Mo go? I can't do this anymore. What? Come on, Z, I'm chained up here. I can't see what the results are from here. God damn it. All right, fine. You are 6.1% boxer, all right? Oh, no. Not a boxer. How will we ever be able to coexist? I have no idea. Oh, give me a break. We have lived together fine for our whole lives before you just found out that I was part boxer. Uh, she does have a bit of a point there. Besides all that, look at how wonderful this is, Mike. Wonderful? What's so wonderful about my sister being at least 6% my mortal enemy? Well, it's like she's an inoculation. For you so you can build up your tolerance to them full breed boxers. What do you mean? Like a boxing sparring partner? Exactly. Exactamundo. Whatever. No, let's just agree to never talk about this again, okay? Act like it never happened, Indiana. Fine deal. Well, top-notch reveal show so far, Indy. Enough to maybe unhook these cuffs? Well, I can't really argue with the dramatic effect that they add to the whole production. Well, it was worth a try. Moving on. All right, so coming in next at nearly nine whole percent is... The Dalmatian! <laughs> well, I am a fire sign. Huh? It just helps to explain my fiery personality. Yeah, but I don't... You see, I'm a fire sign. I have a fiery personality. It just adds to it with me being part Dalmatian is all I'm saying. Yeah, indeed. Dalmatians aren't fiery or fire handlers. They are often associated with firefighters. Right! But that's about extinguishing fire. Oh! Yeah, I think you're more of an air sign. Really? Yeah, because you're a total airhead. Oh, she walked right into that one. <laughs> Stupid. You're lucky that I'm chained down right now. Uh, moving on. Hey, Mo, did you get any snacks? No snacks. What happened? I went into the kitchen and forgot what I was looking for. Then I remember and I realized I don't have any opposable thumbs. Again, no snacks. Well, and I didn't want to miss the rest of the reveal. You know, we're moving on to the final four breeds, right? Any guesses? Uh, 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 all bets are closed. If you wanted to make your predictions, I had to have them in my hands with your moolah, by yesterday. I believe that I am an English shorthead pointer and a chow chow. Whoa, a chow chow with the wild card. Why do you say that? Oh, because of the way that my body is shaped and the black spots on my tongue. Hmm, any other non-betting guesses? I'm gonna say Black Lab for sure. Oh, that's a safe bet, especially if there's no money involved. How about you, Aussie? Well, I know nothing about dog breeds, so I'll just pass. Milo? Snacks? Right. Okay, well, folks, coming in at number four, Indy is a little more than 10% Doberman Pinscher! 
Well, that would explain my silky black coat. Oh, brother. I'm your sister. Oh, sister. I like Dobies. They're smart, sleek, good-looking, and lean. It's nice to be a part of their clan. Yeah, and with your short little legs, you'd be like the runt of the litter. Shut up, Zeddy. What's next? Okay, coming in at number three with a whopping 12% is... Well, would you look at that, Mozart? There's another Mozart here. What? No, what are you talking about? Well, you said look at that Mozart. I'm the only Mozart here, I thought. Oh, DJ, I was telling you to look at the paper with the results. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Morons! Back on track. The reason I was calling Mo's attention to this, because it turns out you called this one, Indiana. You are 12.1%. Chow chow! I knew it! How you did, I have no idea. Well, I've always felt like a long-haired, fluffy dog trapped in a short-haired dog's body. And yet you handle the California heat with relative ease. Yeah, Daddy calls me a solar camel dog. Uh, Shouldn't that be a solar panel dog? Yes, but I also hold water like a camel. Oh, got it. Well, in honor of you predicting it, we will make the Chow Chow our... Breed of the Week! The Chow Chow is another ancient breed with a height range of 18 to 22 inches. They weigh in at a range of 44 to 71 pounds. This proud, distinctive-looking breed has an independent spirit. They have often been called cat-like. They live an average of 9 to 15 years. Too damn short! They may not be cuddle buddies, but for the right person, they are fiercely loyal companions. The breed is known to appear in Chinese artwork as far back as 2,000 years. In China, they're known as the Song Shi Quan, or Puffy Lion Dog. It is believed that the Chow is one of the model dogs for the Fu Dog Stone Guardians found in front of Buddhist temples. Martha Stewart owns several Chows, which are frequently seen on Martha's shows. One of them is named Genghis Khan. President Calvin Coolidge and his wife also owned a black Chow named Timmy, and Elvis Presley and his girlfriend, Linda Thompson, had a Chow. Chow Chow named Get Low. Ooh, I always get low when I'm on the dance floor. Dweeb. The Chow Chow, this week's Breed of the Week. All right, let's have the final two. Coming in at number two at just over 15% is the Cocker Spaniel. What? 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 That doesn't make any sense. Amen to that one. I mean, I can see you as a cocky spaniel, but a cocker spaniel? Yeah, I don't see it either. Another reason why my fur is so soft. Yeah, I just don't see it, but I guess it's just one of your hidden breed things. I have to agree with you, Daisy. Now, how about unlocking these cuffs? Nice try there, sister. Nope, we still have number one. Drum roll, Mo. Oh, this is very exciting. Coming in at over 32%, Indiana Blackfoot, your dominant breed is... Well, come on, let it out. The suspense is killing me. The Pitbull. Really? No pointer at all? Zero. Wow, and no black lab? That's crazy. Snacks. Hmm. Maybe they will explain my strong feelings towards BSLs and the treatment of my pit bull brothers and sisters. I would say so. Wow, this was really enlightening. Thank you guys for opening my eyes as to who I am. Ah, uh, you're welcome. Wait a second, is this why you had me cuffed and muzzled? Because I'm part pit bull? Oh, well... What kind of breedish, prejudiced asshole thing did you just do to me? Oh, no, she's cussing. That's never a good sign. Well, it's a good thing we cuffed her up. I'm not gonna bite you morons, but let me out of these cuffs. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, just uh, right after we do... Digging Deep and Doggo Health. The Zeddy and Indy Show do not claim to be experts in pet health, and anything they say is meant for informational or educational purposes, and not intended as medical advice. Please consult your veterinarian when treating your dog or pet. Also, fuck kibble. 
Using the company's Embark's DNA test, we were also able to add on a health report that identifies possible markers for health issues that a dog can have based on their DNA. To be clear, these markers aren't exact predictions of problems or diseases your dog can have, but it's just something to be aware of. For Indiana, Embark found that she was at increased risk for two health conditions, dilated cardiomyopathy, DCM2, and intervertebral disc disease, type 1. Oh no, what does that mean? Well, we looked it up and... And it's basically a heart condition that's common in certain large breeds of dogs, like Boxers, Doberman Pinschers, Great Danes, etc. And you just named two of my breeds. Dilated cardiomyopathy is a degeneration of the heart muscles, and it can have a sudden onset even though it could have been developing slowly and subtly for some time. Some common signs to look out for in your dog are rapid heavy breathing, a blue tongue, excessive drooling, or collapse. Well, I guess it's good that I just saw the doctor and he checked my heart and said it sounded clear. The other possible health problem Indy could encounter is intervertebral disc disease type 1. According to the VSC or the Veterinary Surgical Centers, invertebral disc disease is characterized by rupture of the middle part of the disc, also known as a slipped disc. The disease is characterized by a more sudden inability to walk and may occur anywhere along the length of the spine. Approximately 80% of the disc herniations occur in the middle part of the back. Type 1 disc disease occurs most commonly in small breed dogs such as the Dotsund, Pekingese, Shih Tzu, Toy or Miniature Poodle, Cocker Spaniel, Basset Hound, Chihuahua, and Beagle. Well, so that's where my being part Cocker Spaniel comes into play then. Well, look on the bright side, Indy. Maybe you being part little dog will cancel out the dilated cardiomyopathy thing since that mostly affects larger dogs. And you being part bigger dog will cancel out the invertebral disc disease since that occurs mostly in little dogs. Right, that's where my super mutt thing might come into play. Now, cuffs off Please? Just relax, Indy. We still need to read a page from our book. Wait, what? 865 reasons why having a dog is so much better than having a kid. Reason number 499. Restraints. Little flesh bobs are nothing but constant balls of energy. Once they start crawling, they are in constant danger of falling out a window, off a balcony, or even just the couch, straight to their death. Drinking Drano, sticking forks in electrical sockets, jamming chopsticks up their noses. But can you stick a muzzle on your kids? Or a shock collar? Nope. The best thing you parents have is a baby Bjorn or the little toddler leashy thing. But with doggos, there is any number of leashes, muzzles, anti-bark controllers, etc. to keep your dog from wreaking havoc. You can employ any one of these devices to keep us safe or other dogs and fleshies safe with the freedom of not having to worry if someone is going to call CPS. Ooh, CPS. Chocolate pancake syrup. Uh, no, Milo. CPS stands for Child Protective Services. I like chocolate pancake syrup better. But put a shock collar on little Timmy and you could be looking at four to seven in a federal pen. It's okay for consenting humans to use shock collars on each other, but you definitely can't do that on your kid. Have you ever seen a new mother try to take a shower without having to restrain their baby in a crib? Yeah, they locked them up in a child's seat and hope the little mobile flying fish will entertain them for five minutes. Huh, five minutes? New mothers can't take showers for that long? Not unless they keep the door wide open so they can hear if their baby is dying. Dying? You mean crying? No, like we said, babies can die easily. I mean, you gotta keep an eye on them or, you know. Restrain them! But you can't. It's called swaddling. Oh yeah? Then what? Handcuff them to the crib? Haven't you ever seen a baby earthworm his way out of a playpen? What, he's swaddled? I mean, humans can do all kinds of stuff, as we've witnessed. Well, that about wraps up today's show. 
Let me out of the restraints. Be sure to check out our Facebook and Instagram posts for all of today's stories. And don't forget to give us a like or a good review wherever possible. And remember, becoming a Patreon makes you cool like me, not like all these old boomers. If you let me out of the restraints, I'll take care of her. Tune in every Monday for new episodes, and especially next Monday when we reveal my DNA story. <laughs> I'm guessing you're 100% that bitch. Uh, no, Ozzy, that doesn't work for me. Well, why not, mate? Because I'm a boy. Yeah, but gender is just a construct. Duh! And on that note, smell, smell you later! Bye, boomers! I smell snacks. <laughs>